The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan! And also we have Mr. B.N.E., the man in the middle, from the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters, put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans, we give you a reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving, if he's pushing Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Again, I know I've been away for a long time. I come into the studio, everybody's acting like I'm ancient Greek. Uh, everybody's making sure, I'm there, making sure I'm still alive, I'm doing my world tour. But I definitely appreciate Jay holding it down for like the last couple of months. No problem. I like it. It's fun. You've been holding it down. And I uh, do want to start off. I know it's a tough day for you know some people out there that's probably following me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, lost a good friend of mine today. Uh, lost his battle with cancer. Uh, Clyde Good uh, went to Alabama together. We played together for for two years there. Um, one of one of the guys that was pretty much undersized. One of the guys that I can kind of relate to, and uh, I was one of the guys that he used to always uh, poke fun at because I was smaller than him. Uh, but he came from a, a, a great bloodline of family, the Goode family, uh, from Town Creek, Alabama, and uh, lost a tough battle. I uh, was battling for the last couple of years uh, with cancer. Uh, I had a chance to speak with him, I think it was about a month ago, uh, where we were in Houston during our football camp, and he was headed back home uh, to Alabama to uh, be with his kids, uh, to be with his family. And, uh, man, it, uh, it, it came kind of quick. It came unexpectedly. Uh, you know, we planned to see each other in Houston, but he was catching a flight out. So I didn't get a chance to actually hang out with him. Uh, so, you know, that, that's something that's probably going to be eating at me for a long time. But this is probably, uh, I know I said it probably going to be one of the toughest shows. Uh, I lost a lot of teammates. Um, but he, he was one of the guys that I was kind of real, not kind of, I was real close to and, a lot of things that I, I, I hold inside. Uh, we shared a lot of secrets that a lot of people don't really know about. Uh, my other buddy, uh, Dirty Harry, Stacy Harrison, uh, we were like the, the threesome gruesome uh, back in Alabama my, our, our senior year. So uh, Poochie was the guy that had the gray rabbit. So if you're out there listening, everybody know he had that gray rabbit uh, riding all around campus, uh, always with a smile, always excited, always happy. Um and just happy to be on the team. Uh, you know, a guy didn't get a lot of playing time, uh, played a lot of special teams. Uh, I can recall uh, a couple of games I was, I got a lot of work that game and didn't really want to go into special teams and was a little nervous. I knew Coach Stallings, uh, once he found out, he'll be pissed off. But uh, I told Clyde that he can actually go in uh, and take my place. Obviously, I did hear from it later. But uh, he was one of those guys that I just wanted to see uh, play the game. Um, he was he was a hometown guy. 
uh, a good friend of mine. Got a chance. He was here a couple of years ago. Oh, we got a chance to hang out at the casino as well. Um, my prayers go out to his his kids as well. Uh, he, he leaves uh, three beautiful children behind. Uh, it's always tough, and I, 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 you know, people always see me posting stuff about my son and about the charity work that I do. I think last time I was on here, my son always says, you know, you're always doing something for somebody else. Uh, when are you going to let somebody do something for you? So this this is just something, uh, another notch in my belt of why I do so much, of why I'm always on the road uh, doing events for uh, whatever uh, event that I can do for to raise awareness, to raise money, to raise funds. Uh, cancer is, man, it's it's something serious and uh we never, you know, I never doubted for one minute that he, you know, he would beat this disease um, to the last time. Uh, talking with Stacy about a week ago, uh, told me things wasn't looking good when he went back to Birmingham. But I never wavered from that. I always stayed strong, stayed positive uh, and just knew that, you know, somehow he was going to come through this. Uh, but, you know, he's in a better place now. There's no more pain. Uh, there's no more suffering. Uh, you know, I, I, obviously we're, we're hurting as a family. As a Bama nation, uh, you know, we are a little cocky at, at winning games and everything, but uh, the love and support that you probably see coming through Facebook and Twitter, uh, you would swear that Clyde was a, a Hall of Fame football player, but he was that guy that, that everybody liked to be around. Um, he was the life of the party. Um, it, it's just real tough. You know, we'll, we'll get into a little uh, football and basketball and golf. Uh, we'll talk about that, but uh, this this is something serious. Like I said, we can go out and shoot a ball, we can go out and, and hit a ball, but when you're facing uh, you know life or death, that's that's when the uh, the real real uh, people come out, the real support come out. Uh, just got to uh, talk to his uh, older brother KG, another goo brother that that played at University of Alabama. Um, and it, it was a tough little call, you know. It was probably about a minute, you know. We both start balling, but I just wanted to make sure that uh, I got his uh, condolences that I'll be able to do the show and start off right, uh, give Clyde his just due. Um, if I can take the whole hour for the show, I, I can still talk about Clyde um, and what he's uh, done for me. Um, he was one of those guys that always tuned into my show, uh, always called me uh, after after the games. And... Uh, and I look forward to uh, his texts after the game. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Um, but uh, I'll get through it. Um, I'll do my part uh, to to continue to raise awareness, uh, to continue to keep his name uh, going strong, uh, uplift his family. His mom and his dad uh, was always gracious to me at Alabama. The young, high top fade guy with the Jerry curl, and uh, <laughs> they're always cool with me. Uh, Tony Langham, the young, uh, the young guy that came in um, as a freshman who did uh, great things at Alabama, kind of changed the history of SEC football. Uh, my prayers go out to him. Uh, prayers go out to Kerry. Uh, prayers go out to Clyde and Pierre. Uh, all the goo family. Uh, so, um, like I said, uh, continue to keep his daughters, uh, his kids in prayer because they're going to need it uh, just as much. Uh, I can I can't imagine uh, kids growing up, um, you know, knowing your father, knowing he's in your life, uh, to all of a sudden that you don't have 
uh, that father figure in your life. And it's going to be tough for those young ladies, but they have a great family. Uh, like I said, the Alabama nation is strong. Uh, like I said, a lot of people uh, may say bad things about us, say we're cocky, but we're always winning. But uh, in times like this, uh, you know, the tornado, when the tornado came through, a lot of people came and supported not only Alabama, but the Auburn people as well. And uh, I'm sure they're sending their prayers and condolences out to the Goo family. So I just wanted to get that off the top uh, just to uh, give my little buddy, um, as he used to always call me, my little buddy, uh, his just due. Uh, like I said, he's definitely in a better place right now, uh, definitely in a better place as us as we still continue to struggle with, with life and, and deal with the daily uh, stress and grind. Uh, like I said, he's uh, resting peacefully. So uh, for all the people that's out there that's listening, I uh, definitely appreciate everybody's uh, likes and, and comments um, on the Facebook and Twitter page. So uh, like I said, uh, continue to keep them in, in your prayers. And uh, it's going to be a tough time. I'm sure the phone's probably going to be ringing off the hook. And um, I was reluctant to call because I know their phones is always ringing, but I just had to uh, reach out to Kerry uh, and let him know that uh, I was going to start off the show and, and dedicate it to his brother, uh, to Clyde Poochie. A lot of people know him as that, but I just called him Baby Good. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll get into some uh, big trade talks. I know I'm a huge Laker fan. <coughs> I know a lot of people in the Valley of the Sun is uh, a little <coughs> upset. Uh, about Steve Nash, <laughs> uh, there's some water over there. If you want to get some water, I, I about, got about right here. Steve Nash going to uh, to L.A. Um, but hey, you know he had to go. He's trying to win. Uh, we got a caller on hold. It's my man, uh, Big Bup, Big George Thornton. George, you out there? Yeah, man. This is Big George, man. How's it going? Hey, what's up, Big G? Man, I definitely appreciate you calling in, man. Hey, I was just calling, man, to let you know. I know I just heard that you just uh, talked to Carrie and, you know, just, you know, to let everybody know how special Clyde was, man. He was truly, a, truly a friend, man. Uh, he was, was much, much more to me than a friend, man. He was a guy that I can call up any time of the day, the night, and talk to him and, you know, let him know what was going on with me, man. He always had some encouraging words, man. And I just, you know, want to let the Goo family know that anything that I can do, anything that they need me to do, I'm there for them, man. And he's truly going to be missed, man. And, uh, you know, just want everybody to know that I love that guy, man. I uh, appreciate that, Big G. And, you know, he was uh, he was a jokester. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, oh, ba- yeah. Baby Goo was that jokester. And he, he let you have it a lot of time. You know, uh, Big G was a big guy. Big guy doing the big... Uh, dirty work down in the trenches, and uh, you know a lot of people used to always chase Clyde around, uh, especially oh, yeah. Yeah, especially in the locker room because he was that jokester that everybody wanted to get their hands on. But uh, he was always that guy when he came into the party or when he came at anywhere around. He had that big smile, and uh, everybody just kind of took to that. So you know that, that's something that I, I know I'm always going to miss. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of people that can walk into a room uh, and, and demand attention or get attention, but when he came in, everybody knew it was like, okay, what is he going to do? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He, he always, he was always on pins and needles because he never knew what he was going to do. The cat would make you laugh, and no matter when he walked into a room or where he walked into a room, a room at, 
if you knew him, you knew some kind of prank was coming up. Something, so you bet. That's why I was always on his good side. So I was glad we was always cool. Uh, so, you know, he, he didn't want to do any pranks on me. So uh, I was that little guy. Like I said, um, you know, a lot of people know, you know, just the story of, about me, just the whole deal about Alabama. And, uh, you know, he was one of the guys that I can relate to. He was a, he was a small corner just like I was. So we we're always out there fighting and, uh, you know, pulling for one another. And I, I think that kind of uh, gave us that, that extra bond as well. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it always kept you on your feet, man. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, give you a call and 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 to just let everybody know what kind of person he was, man. He's he's truly, truly is going to be missed, man. And I don't want to take up much of your time, but you know, I just wanted to get that out there and just let the people know what kind of guy he was, what kind of friend he was, and uh, he was always there for me whenever I had anything to talk about, man. All right, appreciate that, Big G. Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide, baby. All right. Bye bye. My man, Big George, Big George Thorn. He sound big. Yeah, he was a big boy in the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> he was a big, big, big country boy in the trenches. And uh, now, just uh, like I said, man, you were you would you would think that uh, Clyde was uh, you know one of the star players, one of the All American players, but uh, he was just as valuable as uh, anybody else on that team. And uh, one thing about Coach Stallings. Um, he always made everybody feel uh, feel feel wanted, feel special. It didn't matter if you were on a kickoff team or you were a starter. Uh, if you once you put on that helmet, once you put on that crimson and white, uh, we, we were all one. And uh, you know, I can always see you know Goo when we came out the tunnel. He was one of the first guys uh, running out of that tunnel behind Big Al, uh, just excited, man. And uh, I, I can picture a lot of those moments. And uh, you know, those are some of the things that I'm going to hold on to. And some of the things I'm going to continue to fight and continue to strive to be a better person, be a better father, uh, just to be a better uh, citizen and, and keep doing the charity work that I'm doing uh, because I know it's making a difference uh, in, in a lot of people's lives. And uh, like I said, I, I get a lot of support from people that um, saying what I'm doing, uh, where I'm going, and I don't do it. Uh, you know, I'm not gaining anything out of it, uh, but hopefully somebody else that that's going through something that I can be a light uh, that can get somebody up, to get somebody going, uh, to keep somebody uh, fighting because I'm out there um, doing my part uh, to try to raise money, to try to raise awareness, uh, just just try to be uh, something positive, you know, because uh, once we're gone, we're gone, you know, we ain't, we ain't coming back. So I don't want to be those one of those people that, uh, you know, the preacher get up on the, on the pulpit and he's sitting up there. Knowing he's lying, like, you know, talking about how good this guy was and what he did in the community in the back of your mind. Like, no, this dude was selling crack cocaine on the store, man. He was he was a neighborhood pusher. So, uh, you know, whatever we can do uh, to continue to help out. Uh, well, I'll get uh, more information about uh, what's going on as it is coming in to me. And I'll you know try to post up information of um, maybe a fund for his daughters uh, to help them out. Obviously, uh, the services uh, is probably going to. Uh, hopefully it'll be next week. I know I'll be on the road, but I, I, I'll definitely, if I have to cancel um, one of my appearances uh, for the camp next week, that will be in New Jersey for a day. Um, hopefully my CEO will be understanding enough to that that I, I definitely want to go there and show my uh, respect down there uh, for Clyde and, and his family as well. So um, follow me on Twitter. I'll be all over. I might be in Jersey. I might be in New York, Philly, or <laughs> Alabama. So uh, next week uh, it's going to be a world tour. It's going to be pretty tough, but uh, that's the least I can do uh, for a young man that, that, that gave me so much uh, encouragement uh, to continue to uh, succeed behind closed doors. 
because uh, I used to hear all the time I was too small and never make it. And he was one of those guys like, man, screw those dudes, man. They don't know what you can do. So I always remember that. So kind of inspired me a little bit. Not to say I wasn't a little cocky already, but I know we did hit on uh, <laughs> we did hit on Kobe. We did hit on uh, Steve Nash. We did hit on the blockbuster trade that happened on the 4th of July. Uh, it was a trade that I thought should have happened years ago. Um, I thought Steve Nash should to uh, should have left, you know, a while ago. You know, it's great that he was here, but he wasn't winning a championship. Well, and, I think I think while Amari was here, he definitely needed to be here. But maybe you know he stuck around that year after Amari left, <clears throat> and it, last year he might have might have should have been somewhere else. You know, I have a different take on it than a lot. I'm a Suns fan. I've been a Suns fan even back when I was lived in Nebraska. Oh, the sun is set. And it's, the sun's been set. I have a different outlook on this trade. One, it 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 was the best thing for Steve Nash. You know, I mean, he wasn't winning a title with the Phoenix Suns, and he wanted to go somewhere where he was going to be, you know, be a contender. And it also came down to his kids, and he wanted to be co- close to his three kids. Well, that's not happening out in Brooklyn, Toronto, New York, or Dallas. And it was kind of a last, last second thing that Mitch Kupchak put, put through and everything just seemed to be right. And the Suns front office was not for it at the beginning. They were fighting it big time. They were fighting it big time and Steve had to plea with them. And, you know, you know, the one thing I look at is, you know, the the Suns didn't make any effort to keep him, which that's their prerogative. That's Robert Sarver. They want to move on. They want to rebuild. I have zero faith in Robert Sauver and his front office crew with the Phoenix Suns that they actually know how to do that. You know, that's great. We got two first-round picks, two second-round picks. Um, they got if, a lot of picks. If you know what to do with them, that's great. You know, you got a good rookie last year in Keefe from Rock Chalk Jayhawks, mm-hmm. and you pick up Kendall Marshall, good point guard. You know, mm-hmm. um, no Steve Nash, of course, but, you know, you're not going to replace him. Um, and it looks like they're going to be getting Eric Gordon if New Orleans doesn't match the Suns contract offer. So you got three good pieces right there. And I know they're talking about bringing uh, back Gorin and bringing in Michael Beasley. I personally think my, Michael Beasley Beasley is done. I think he's a he's a bust to me. I don't yeah, he's, he's never. L- matched up to what he should have been and people are all happy about Goran coming back but the way I look at it is Goran had a great year and a great playoffs playing next to Steve Nash and with Steve Nash he hasn't been the same player since right and I think people think he's going to come back and be that same player no way no all and those then, guys are going to suffer the, well, yeah, everybody, everybody yeah. is I mean I, I see Maybe a little bit more exciting team. I don't know who they're going to be going out, but I don't see any better than a 500 team. You know, now what you got to do is take those 2013 draft picks and maybe package them to get a higher draft pick. You know, so you can throw yourself in one of those lottery picks and do the Kentucky. Kentucky will be reloading, so there'll be some guys. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be some guys available. I'm sure they probably wish that you know those guys would have stayed that they could have packaged it up and. And uh, he got one of those Kentucky Wildcats. Well, you know, they're they're saying they were saying after the draft this year that so many under underclassmen left this year that next year's draft is going to suffer. Yeah, it's going to be talent. 
it's going to be it's going to be you know you're down. looking at two of the freshmen that one Shabazz or whatever his name is that's at UCLA, oh, UCLA yeah. and then the other one that went to that went to Kentucky I can't remember his name those guys could go one two but as far as deep college talent they all left this year so but I I look at that trade is you know it had to happen and I wish nothing but the best for Steve Nash and here's the thing that hurts I want him to win a title D I just don't want the Lakers to win a title. Well, I don't. I don't see why a lot of people are just because I'm a Suns fan. But, but you gotta understand, like that's like somebody yeah. from Auburn wanting. No, that's that's to, that's that's Suns that's and Lakers. No, that's life. Suns that's and life. Lakers hate each other, and hate is a strong word. That that's it's not hate. That's just like I don't know. Like Let's get some Suns fans on the line, and that will talk. Yeah, that's well, they're not really. They're probably not even really Suns fans. They're probably not even really from Phoenix. They just import it. Well, that you, that's probably true, but there's a lot of Suns fans out there, and it's it, and they're, they're going to be torn. And they're and they're they loyal. are they're very loyal. You know what I don't like though, and I I was actually pretty disappointed by this, and I'm gonna put them on blast. Uh, ABC 15 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you see my post? I didn't see it. They put a post on. We want to see your videos of you burning and destroying your Steve Nash jerseys and memorabilia. Send it in, and we'll put you on the 10 o'clock news. Really, Channel 15? That's how you're going to do Steve Nash after eight years? If I was Steve Nash, I'd be like, okay, cool, here's the deal. When I come back, ABC 15, you get no interviews. I'm done with you. Wow, you're going to like LeBron James? Yeah, yeah. I was really disappointed in that. I mean, come on, the dude gave us eight of his best years. MVP, what, twice? Yes. Back I mean, to back. Back to back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's how you're going to do him? Come on, man. This isn't LeBron James the decision. This was Steve Nash doing what Steve Nash needed to do. And I don't even think, I even go back to LeBron. LeBron, that was, uh, yes, his TV show was out of hand and ridiculously stupid. But the dude just did what he thought he needed to do, and guess what? He did it. He he did it to win a title, <laughs> and guess what he did? He won a title. Can't hate. Can't hate. Uh, you know, a lot of people will. Uh, I think somebody brought it up on TV about guys. It's just a new trend. It's just a new. It's like football. It's like it's like golf. Guys are working out now. Uh, football. You can't uh, you can't lead with your head. You can't knock guys out. Uh, guys are going here, going there, trying to win a title. Um, obviously, a lot of people are hung up on the Larry Birds, and I wouldn't go to this. But that was a different era. Those yeah, that was a were, way different era. Yeah, those guys were they had a different mentality. Now guys are like, hey, they're going to pay me a ton of money, and I can go play with my boys. And well, yeah, we that's a, that's another part that's that's way different than it was before, because <clears throat> it seems like because of all the nightclub events and summertime things, and uh, you know all this, all these guys become boys. There's no real true enemies out there. Kobe, Kobe has still got that. Well, it, Kobe and everybody. And, and, Kevin, and Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Those, those are the guys that, um, it's just like almost a silent, like they still want to kill silent you. Silent dislike. Yeah, they, they still want to kill you. We'll, we'll see you in the club, but when it comes on the court, and that's what separates uh, those players, and you've seen it in the playoff. KG uh, was fueled by the negative criticism. A lot of people saying he's too old, he couldn't do that. And all he did was put up double doubles throughout the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, all he did was do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know that that's a guy. You know it, the big ticket. He's a guy that I will go pay to see because you know for the Absolutely. whole time he's going to bust his butt. And like I say, he'll probably see those guys afterwards. But on that court, he's cussing those dudes out. He's pointing in their face. Yeah, he'll fight those dudes in a minute. But after that, you know, it's like you know, guys know when you play against KG, 
Um, he's going to bring his A game. And, uh, you know, LeBron, through the, fla- through the playoffs, he didn't talk about it, but he was a man just, like, running through. He brought his A-plus <laughs> game. And people forget, LeBron had one of the best all-around seasons in the history of the NBA. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could match that up with Oscar Robertson and some of those guys. I mean, he didn't average a triple-double like Oscar, but, you know, I mean, he was close. Nobody does that. And then what he did in the playoffs, he just... He took over. Yeah, I mean, he was... He's like, get on my back. Yeah, just, pretty much. Just, just get on my back. I'm, I'm going to do this. And he, and he did it with... Uh, he had that look. That was a look that, you know, a lot of people's like, you know, he used to see him smiling or joking, but, you know, before Mm-mm, all those games, this time. His, 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 his whole demeanor was like... You know whose demeanor he reminded me of? Kobe. Yeah, he had that... He had that... He had that... That, that, that look. That look the, yeah. in the eye, that walk, like... I, I dislike the Lakers because I'm a Suns fan, but it is very, very, very hard for me to dislike Kobe Bryant. I mean, he's a sun killer. We know this, but I love players like that. I love players that that passion for the game and wanting to win is on their sleeve while they're playing at all times. And I don't care if you're a fan of the Suns, the Clippers, the Spurs, the whoever. I don't blame Steve Nash for wanting to go play with Kobe. That's that's not a bad that's like I said and it's close. Um, it's in California. I'm still gonna get paid money. I can see my kids. I can get on an hour flight. Well, exactly. Not a flight is gonna get a jet. Well, you know, right. He, yeah, he's, he's not gonna be catching Southwest. You won't be seeing Steve Nash. <laughs> no, he's not gonna be standing in line paying sixty dollars for a bag that weighs over fifty pounds. Although he probably could and get away with it. Uh, I know I was watching. I had a chance to watch the uh, the story, the uh, Olympic story about John Stockton just walking down the street. And nobody even noticed him. I think Steve Nash should be that guy that he can walk around and, and, and nobody really knows who he is. I don't think so anymore. I think so. I mean, Steve looks, John just looks In like. California, you will. California, they don't give a crap. John just looks like a normal dude walking down the streets of Utah. They ain't worried about nobody in California. They're like, okay, Steve. And trust me, they're worried about him now. They're not oh, worried. No, we, they're we happy. Like Steve. We like Steve. I'll tell I you like what, Steve. a lot of people are like, oh, how is he going to survive with Kobe and but. You know, Kobe still can't, he still doesn't pass. And Well, guess what? Kobe don't, Kobe don't need to pass no more. No. That's what they got Steve Nash yeah. for. And that's just going to raise everybody's game. That's going to uh, make, you know how, the person that people are forgetting to mention that it's going to raise his game is Bynum. If they keep him. Yeah. I mean, I, it don't matter who, so he's going to be throwing it either to Bynum or Howard. Somebody's going to be benefiting from that. Even, even uh, Paul Gasol. Because he's that guy. You look at all the centers or slash power forward centers that uh, he's had a chance to, to work with. He's he's giving those guys the ball in positions that it's like. Look at how he developed Omari. Yeah, Omari, Sean Marion, yeah, uh, Richardson, all those guys. Dudley. Look what he did with uh, Gortat this year. And Gortat was a, a solid player. Yes, he was. I, now, I you know, what do you I think don't he's know right now. What is Gortat going? He's probably like he's like son of. A- <laughs> He's like, let's go, Rook. Yeah, <laughs> let's get in. Let's get in the gym. You know, I I think that I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna end up with Howard though. The Lakers. If they don't, then then great. You know, you know, I'll I'll roll with I mean, Bynum. because whoever they trade Bynum to has got to take that sixteen point four million dollar contract. Well, if we got to roll with Bynum, we'll roll with Bynum. Uh, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. How old is he? Twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. He's all star. I mean, and he's going to get the ball in great position. Absolutely, I think Gasol is not there. And then give us, you know, Grant Hill. Grant Hill's on his way. 
Yeah, Grant is on his way. (laughs) I'd be really surprised (laughs) if Grant stays here. Grant is on the way. Him and uh, what's what? His wife, Tamia. Yeah, she's on the way. In California, I mean, come on, that's Hollywood. That's her. You'd be right. She's gonna go cut a new CD. There you go. So Grant Hill. I uh, I remember her when she first came out. Yeah, love the. mm. I know, Grant. If you're out there listening, man, no, no harm, brother. Yeah, just we just saying. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, welcome to L.A. Come to L.A. We need you. My man Aaron Emanuel, he's out there. He's on my Facebook. Uh, he heard your comment about Burn Nash jersey. and that's I didn't hear that. I wish I would have heard yeah, that. Yeah, if you go to my Facebook, and it's actually from ABC 15's actual Facebook page. They put it out there. I'll, 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 First of all, his jersey is pretty expensive. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not I, yeah, I don't know if I'm, yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> I'm not burning it. I'm not going to. Here it is. It says, are you hanging on to or destroying your Steve Nash son's jersey? Send us your pictures or video of you throwing away, destroying memorabilia at share at abc15.com and you could be on our 10, uh, our 10 p.m. news. So, now, some dummy is out there like, I'm going to just, I want to be on the news. Yeah, I want to be on the news. I don't know how it went because I didn't watch it, but the comments that ABC 15, now as of last night when I looked at the comments, there was over a hundred comments. And I'm telling you right now, out of those hundred comments, probably, there's 183 comments on there right now. And 99% of them are telling them that they're disappointed in the channel. They're never going to watch them again. Their news sucks. Wow. I mean, we don't watch your channel anyway. All your TV shows suck. All right, I'm the one that put that, but um, I mean, it's just it's so much support for Steve Nash. Oh, there's a, a lot of Sarver sucks comments. So, wow. um, but yeah, I mean, that was nice move by ABC 15 on that. 35 people actually liked the comment. ABC 15. I don't know. I don't know if I did that show. I was on ABC. I think I was on five. That's CBS. I don't know about maybe if I don't know if they put that on there. It's right here. If you're out there, I'll do an interview. Put, put me on the, put me on ABC. If you're out there listening, put me on the show. I'll go in there and I'll defend Steve Nash. Totally classless for anybody to burn a jersey of a man that's done so much to a city that exactly uh, was hurting, that was down, and this guy all he did was all he did was win MVPs. Yep. All he did was make people better. How, how many how seats. many conference finals did he take us to? At least two. Yeah. And we were every year we and had a shot, even though the Lakers were doing what they were doing. The Spurs my boy, were doing. My boy Robert Ory kicked them, kicked, oh. kicked them into the to the stands, and that was it. Amari blew up, and that was it. That was a series right there. Amari yeah. got suspended. <laughs> Man, if that doesn't happen, I tell you, we still talk about that. Man, why you got to bring that up? I just want, I just want to Ory, say, Ori is a son's killer. All the way back from he when is. he played at Houston, I still remember when he made that shot at the end of the game, and he walked away with his hand up like this for like ten minutes. He held it up high, he, real high, and then he threw the threw the towel in Danny Ainge's face just to let him know. Like, and then know, he did the we same thing with Santa. Let, let me tell you, Robert Oria. People forget about Robert Oria. He was one of the most clutch basketball players in the history of the NBA. And uh, we're we're talking about this a couple of guys. We're talking about this the other day, and they were kind of comparing him uh, just about his numbers. He wasn't a big numbers guy, but as far as like you just said, you knew it was all. It, at the I, end I, of the I, game, you, if it was on the line, you knew where the ball was going. It was either him or Mario Ellie. And, and it was going in. I, I can't, yeah, it was going in. It didn't matter where they were shooting from. I'm not going to say he had that Michael Jordan effect because Michael had the whole game effect about it. Right. But 
everybody knew, and I'm sure the guys and the coaches like whatever. Don't let Robert get the ball. And when he released it, it was like it's going in. It's going, and it went in. <laughs> and it was no joke. It was like, and everybody's like, well, he was chasing championships. Like every team he went to, he contributed. He contributed. He wasn't chasing. Yeah. <laughs> he was contributing. So some guy, I was talking to some guy. I don't know. He was like, well, Robert's chasing rings. Like, look, in Houston, he, well, he was blessed with good teammates. Right, right. Yeah, but if you're like I told, uh, if you're in the NBA and you're getting traded. To teams that are winning, they need that. It's not like you're saying like I want to go out and be yeah, the exactly. Team. They were trading for him. They were they were signing for him. Uh, he just happened to be that piece that they needed uh, to put him over that put him over that hump. You look at uh, like you say the the Rockets. They had the dream. Uh, the Lakers. San Antonio. They had, they had Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, David Robinson. Uh, they had they had some boys over there. You know Kobe, Shaq. Uh, but you know if you look at those games. He was what? Yeah, it wasn't like he was just coming off the bench in the last two minutes. Dude was he was putting it in there. So for those people oh. out there talking trash, man, that just brought back bad memories. Yeah, get off, get off his uh, get off his scrotums. Yeah, I said it. Get off of his scrotums. That's my man, Robert Ory. Roll Tide. Wherever you at, dog? Uh-huh. I'm fighting for you. But you know, I say uh, you got the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. I, I don't know what's going on over there. Well, they signed D. Will. They're keeping him around. Yeah, but you don't have a big guy. Well, I think the big guy is going to be coming up there. I just, I really think that that's where Dwight is going to end up. Maybe he's scared of Hollywood. You know, like I said, uh, Orlando, Orlando know what they want to do. First of all, they got to get a coach. Yeah, they, they don't even. Yeah, <laughs> they don't even have a coach. They got a new front office and no coach. Who are they going to hire? Who are they even looking at? A uh, Brian Shaw name came up. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, there was a couple. Long of time Orlando Magic. Yeah, his, his he name remembers came him, up. Shaw, and George Scott, and all those players. Penny Hardaway. All those guys. He's from that team. He's from that team. We, you know, everybody thought he was going to get the Laker job. Which yes. I thought he should have got the Laker job. I thought job. he should have got it too. Uh, but that's just the way uh, it goes. Um, hopefully, he'll get the job in Orlando. I'm sure you know he'll be happy to get the job. But it's like, who am I going to work with? Who's my guys? Like he has nobody to go to war with. That's like that's like a, that's like Mark Jackson going to Golden State. Yeah, you know, they they get these guys about. Well, they, they, hi- they hired him and they trade players. Speaking of Mark Jackson, I seen something in the news about uh, him messing around with some little girls or something. I ain't seen that yet. Yeah, it, it was something about him uh, getting in a little deep water. I hope it's not true. Um, he, he's a he's a good coach, good guy, good commentator. Uh, stands for a lot. Um, but uh, I don't know how true the story is. Uh, so I know on draft day that the owners were like, well, we stand behind our guy 100%. But um, uh, It looks like what this says is Mark Jackson is the target of an extortion by a stripper. Oh, no, come on. I know he ain't up in the club. Come on, Coach Jack. I mean, you don't go to the club. You just call him and come over to your house at that point. Yeah, but he's. A I mean, not, I mean, he's I'm not saying guy. I'm he's not saying that's guy. what you should do. But if you're in that position, don't go to the club. You ain't Adam Pacman Jones. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's uh. The, but the coaches are saying that they're uh, they're definitely standing behind him on that. So, but yeah, over it, man. They don't. They the cupboard a is stripper, there. A stripper, but she's she, she's probably the hottest thing in the club right now. She's getting love. Like, oh, well, she's probably she's a guy that's uh. You know, trying to shoot, you know, get my man caught up. We have no pictures of her yet. Oh, that's the thing about it, man. You got to be careful who you're taking pictures with. 
And uh, I think, and, and if you're out there, please stop sending me requests uh, talking about some games on Facebook. I don't sit here and play games on the computer. We don't have time for games. I get like. I'm sure you get them too, like requests all the time. Like yeah, I, for Texas Hold'em, I don't even play poker. I don't play poker. I don't play Farmville. I don't play Vampire Hunter. I don't nothing. Yeah. The so, only one that I almost did, ESPN had one where you built your own college football program, and I almost fell into that. Oh my girl, home, my homegirl Dolly just said he had an affair with a stripper, and she had some some guy was blackmailing it. It's true. He was texting naked. He was texting naked pictures of him too. When oh my are you people? Don't take pictures learn. of your pee pee. Not your don't pee-pee. send it. Put something over it or something. You know, disguise it. If you're light skinned, make it dark. If you're dark, <laughs> make it light. Put some flour on it or something. Yeah? Come on, you can't be. You can't. I be. mean, uh, how many? How many? How many dudes have been brought down? Political celebrities, you know, whatever, because they sent a picture of their junk. And people still don't learn. Oh, the power of pictures. See, this tagging. is what they do need to learn. Women in politics, most of the women celebrities, you don't see all this stuff coming out with, oh, she sh- she showed her, you know, her hoo-ha, her hoo-ha and her <laughs> headlights, because they're a little bit smarter than that. Well, you can. Well, yeah. and they got an agent going. Don't you ever ever do that? Yeah. If you watch Facebook alone, I, I know I go on rants all the time. Yes, you, you look do. at girls talking about. Uh, I want a man. I can't get a man. But you look at her pictures, and she's half naked all the time. I can't take you home. I can't be like, yo, mom, this is what I'm dating. Well, let me check. Let me just scroll through her pictures. You're not bringing her up. In my, I'm not cooking no fried chicken or catfish for her. She ain't got no clothes on. The grease might spatter in, you know, <laughs> burn her breasts or something. <laughs> we ain't cooking that kind of breast up in here. So, uh, it's, 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 is ooh. he married? Yeah, Marge's married, yeah. Yeah, he's married. Mm. And then my homegirl said he admitted to doing it. Wow, look at that. The power of Facebook. Homegirl's coming through. That's my homegirl, Dolly. That's Big shout-out to my homegirl, Dolly, who just got elected. That is some breaking news right there. Yeah, she just got elected into the Hall of Fame uh, out there, with, along with Andy Reid uh, and Mike Haynes. Oh, wow. Uh, so that, that's pretty. That's not pretty big. That's real big. You know, Mike Haynes is one of the uh, pre, all-time greatest defensive backs to ever play the game. And, of course, I am a... Andy Reid fan, and a lot of people are like, oh, uh, but all he did was all he does is win. All he does is win. You can say whatever you want. You you, you send him to any other any other team, they will take a playoff berth or a possibility every every single year. Every every single year. And I'm looking for big things for those guys. This I'll tell year. you what, I, I'm sticking by what I said at the end of the season last year. It's I kind of liken it to the Miami Heat. You know, they needed that year to gel and do what they do. And football, I feel you need to gel even more as a team than you do. They were in just basketball. in the wrong, you're in the wrong city to gel. Philly ain't got time yeah, to gel. Yeah, they don't have time to gel. <laughs> so we, we ain't got time to be sitting here and wait for you guys to gel. We need to win right now. Yeah. We're out here working. We're out on the, on the streets. We're cleaning up trash. We're hardworking young men and young women in the city of brotherly love, who I love so much, who always gives me love. And I look forward to coming back. I'll be back out there, I think, uh, next week. Uh, time permitting, obviously, uh, with the services of, of Clyde, we, uh, I'll be in limbo with that. So that will, that will take president over anything, um, that, that I'll be doing. Uh, but I, I hope to be back in Philly. Uh, I'll be, uh, participating in, I think it's next Tuesday or next Monday. Andre Reed is having his, uh, golf tournament, uh, for his foundation. Uh, so I'll be out there supporting him. 
future Hall of Famer who we had on the, uh, the show. Should now a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole different story. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going. I'll be out there supporting him. Uh, so that's 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 just another thing. People are like, man, this dude is like always on the go. But I don't just be going just to be going. I'm going to help out people. Yeah, you got. I mean, your dance card is full. It is. It is pretty full. It is pretty. It, it, it is full as Mark Jackson's from what I'm reading. Well, yeah, dances oh, definitely. Oh my gosh, private lap dances. Woof. Okay, I'm getting like texts and messages. I gotta give shout outs to everybody. My homegirl Lisa. Lisa, big shout out to you. Uh, big shout out. Um, I'll get to him once we're done. Cause I, I, you know, everybody wants a shout out. Yep. Uh, obviously, um, I can't shout out everybody. Uh, big shout out to Steve Nash for going to LA. <laughs> Man. I wish you that out. Big shout out I to mean, my boy Aaron Emanuel out there in Cali holding it down. And big shout out to Mark Jackson for the photos. I mean, we don't let him. Man, we don't let him. He see, he said, you know the crazy thing. That's a smart dude. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm shocked. Where is the loss of common sense for that brief moment? Or it, ten? It, it's, it's you know, it's that that hoo ha is tough. The hoo ha is you know, like I, I mean, said, women got a lot of power with the hoo ha. Yes. Yes, it, yes, it, like they do. Said, the hoo ha has brought a lot of you know, brought a, it's brought a lot of great men. Uh, yeah, look at Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Eve was over there just like, la, la, la. <laughs> come on, get some of this fruit. He's like, nah, I can't eat the fruit. All of a sudden, Eve's like, hey, the fruit tastes pretty good. <laughs> and, and here we are. are. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, right here. Yeah, everybody, Adam and Eve. There we go. So the pitchers, man, they're, they're, they're powerful. So uh, I hope it's not true. Like I said, I'm getting reports that it is true. But it, it, like I said, he's a, he just got the job. He just got the job. I mean, I don't think it should. Things like this should not affect somebody's job. I mean, if you're sending pictures of your hoo-hoo. Well, okay, all right, maybe that part. Yeah, now if you if you get caught, you know, maybe at dinner with her, you got caught coming at, out of a hotel. No, you got to go down for that. Because you was in there getting, you know, you was getting it on. You wasn't in there ordering room service. And it, and he's a public figure. It's not like he can just go in a hotel hotel and just go under. You know, Mike Tyson. Yeah, this is true. He's, I he, mean, he can, might be able to do it in, like, Utah or something. No. He, he's he's that guy. Yeah, you couldn't in Utah. Yeah, yeah. When you hear the phrase, he coned that phrase, hand well, and down, as soon as you, down. And, and as soon as you hear his voice, you know it's Mark Jackson. That's Mark Jackson. Oh, she even posted it up on my Facebook. The picture? Yes, Mark. NBA coach was targeted in extortion plot. TheSmokingGun.com. Ah, uh, that website's always busting people down. <laughs> they 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 got a hold of Tiger too when it was his turn. And Tiger's not doing. He's probably going to miss the cut today. Um, I want to just. He's probably getting paid a lot of money just to appear at this tournament. Yeah, it's yeah. the first time he's been at this tournament. Yeah, he, it's like okay, Tiger, we're going to give you a million dollars. Maybe donate just that. Just come to, in. Just come in. He's not. After last week's victory was re- really grueling for him. He's won two out of the last three that he's been in, so it's not well, like he's, he's the only guy that's won three on on the tour this year. And people are still like dogging him. Like, well, you want to? <laughs> this is what I wanted to talk about. People are still, and he even said it in his interview after he won last week. He's like, "Man, you guys are annoying." And it's it's true. I mean, people are like, "Is Tiger back? Is Tiger back? Do we really expect a 36 year old dude to be the same as he was when he was 26?" I mean, you look back 10 years, and that's where people are like, "Is he back? Is he back?" I don't know. You know, you might want to tell uh, Grandpa on that Viagra, though. 
I mean, grandpa might be sixty-five, but you put that blue diamond in his in his system. Grandpa going the whole mile. He going the whole nine. Yeah, but that that's not helping him <laughs> with the golf. Yeah, yeah, blue diamonds ain't gonna help you on the golf. Yeah. Side. So you look back that's when Tiger was doing his thing. From between 2000 and 2001, he had 14 PGA Tour victories and four majors. Man, most people don't even get that in a career. You know, and if you take it back even five years, in 2007, he still won it seven times and two playoff events and the first FedEx Cup. Yeah. I mean, you look at, you look at uh, the guy that's number one right now, Luke Donald. He hasn't even won seven PGA events in his career. Roy McIlroy hasn't even won three. And Tiger Woods right now, since 2010, has just as many victories as Phil Mickelson in the same period. Phil is just on cruise control, too. Yeah, he is. He's kind of a little bit right now. He's on cruise control. Those guys can kind of do that. Once the major, Phil will probably, he's going to be, once the majors come up, Phil is going to be in the mix. It's just. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I think, is, is Tiger back? I think Tiger is in a position now where you're going to have to worry about him every time he gets out on the links. And if he gets that confidence back that he had before, I mean, you know, he's, he's got a chance to pass everybody that he needs to pass. But I think, I, I think it's great that he is winning because I think it's great for not just oh, the great, game of yeah. golf, but I think for sports in general. And I know there's people that are out there that are still like, oh, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. Man, shut up. Leave him alone. You know, shut up, leave him alone, and let him golf. And I think he finally got to that point where he's just like, I want to give you the middle finger. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about anything. I'm just going to I'm gonna go out. Guess what? I'm going to go meet some girls, and I'm going to do what I do, and I'm going to go golf. Leave me alone. You're right. You know, and when he was joking with the media, uh, saying, you guys are annoying, and blah, blah, blah. He was serious. He was serious. Yeah. That was a jokingly serious statement. But since he said it, it's just like blown up. Yeah, but if somebody else, you know, Phil says it's like, oh, oh, that's Phil just being yeah, that's corny. just Phil. Yeah, I, you know what, I'm happy for Tiger, and I want to see him, I want to see him win a couple more this season. I want to see it done. I want to see history. I, I do. T- I you know what? That's it. what it I is. Witness it. I want to see history on the PGA in the PGA in in our lifetime. You know, my my dad and my grandparents and stuff. They saw the Jack Nicholsons, the Arnold Palmers, right. all those those guys breaking the records. I want somebody from our generation to do it. It's like LeBron. I was happy for the guy. To yeah, win. I'm really happy for him. Was like, I, why would you be mad at a guy that just he's a he's a champion. He's a winner. Big you know, shout out to it, my it, man Keith Askins too. He's a, he's one of the coaches on the coaching staff of the Miami Heat. That's his second ring. He's got two rings. Yes, yes he does. It's his second ring. Uh, Where did he go to school? Alabama. He was bad. He was Bama. Yeah, he was there with Robert Ory. All those guys. They had a they had a great team. They just it wasn't enough basketballs. Right. It, 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 back then, it just you know they had James Robinson, Latrell Sprewell. Oh, uh, Latrell. Yeah. <laughs> Latrell. <laughs> that, that Remember a, that day that Latrell <laughs> lost his mind and choked out Don PJ. Nelson. That was PJ. oh PJ Clark. Listen, yeah, yeah that's right. And he, and he showed a little scar. You buster. Nobody wants to see that little scar. He got he cut himself shaving. Probably want to see that. Big shout out to my homegirl, um, Chris. She's out there. She's in Vegas. I wanted to give her a shout out. She's actually uh, a cancer survivor. Uh, two of her friends is actually fighting cancer. One of her friends wasn't supposed to make it out uh, through two days ago, and she's still fighting, still hanging on. Uh, so she just said, you know, showing love to all the have, you know, so everybody that's out there that's going through cancer to keep fighting. 
Uh, like I said, she's a young lady that I friended on Facebook, just knew what she was going through and just knowing what Clyde was going through at the same time. It's kind of like a connection on that end. Uh, I, I just, I, like I say, I, I can't put it into words. Uh, when you say cancer, it's, it's serious. So, you know, we talk back and forth all the time, try to keep her uplifted in spirits. I know her friend is coming back and getting some kind of tube in her throat, uh, some kind of surgical procedure that she's had to go through because she's battling cancer. So, uh, to everybody that's out there battling cancer and fighting this, uh, this deadly disease, uh, you know, to keep fighting. There's uh, tons of, you know, there's thousands and millions of people that's beating this disease. Uh, so hopefully we can continue to get more research because I, you know, you, you're pouring in tons of money. It's kind of upsetting, especially when you lose somebody that's so close. Uh, you see they're, they're, you know, they're sending rockets to space. Uh, they're building satellites. And, and I, I just, I just, there's, there's gotta be something out there because magic is looking good. Magic it, looks like, I mean, he doesn't look like he can get out on the court and school anybody. Well, I mean, he could get on for a little bit. Yeah, what, what, but what Magic still, I'm, yeah, what is, you know, here's one of the things, and I actually, and I thought about this after you made your, your post today, and I take two different things. I take cancer and I take AIDS. And I take the knowledge from the whole entire scientific field of every nation out there, every country. And are you telling me that we find all these cures for this, that, this, that, but we can't find a cure for these two things? And then you start to wonder. Find cold, common cold, flu. Is there really a cure out there? But the medical field and the insurance fields make so much money. Bank. From treating people that have this that they're never going to let that cure out. And I know it's a conspiracy theory, and I'm not that type of a person at all. I hate being, I hate people that are conspiracy theory people. But if you really start thinking about these two issues, it's got to come up. It's, it's got to, like I said, the uh, with the insurance. Obviously, the bill was passed. Um, you know, for 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 underclass. You know, for under. I would say underprivileged, but I would say not you know, not even just that. Somebody like me, Matt. I, that I mean, healthcare. You know, and, healthcare is so expensive for a single male out there that it's if it's not provided for their their by their company you know for whatever reason it is a uh and now with the it's bill a burden pass, and like i said now with the bill pass uh jobs are going to start cutting back like you know well you know it, they're going to be losing money right you can buy you know you can get insurance for cheap now everybody can can get it but this is something everybody's like well everybody needs health care all of a sudden my man makes it available for everybody He's not doing enough. Well, right. You know what I know the funny thing? <laughs> Our country's really backwards because but the government requires you to have insurance for your car. It should have been the other way around first. <laughs> you, know, require, you know, I have no problem. Yes, there are certain facets of the bill that there's problems with that probably need to be changed. But there are legit hardworking people out there that this bill is actually going to help. Right. And I am actually one of those people right. because I have a pre-existing condition. And right now, I've tried to go out and get insurance for myself. And having this pre-existing condition, six, seven hundred dollars a month? Are you kidding me? A month? A month. Oh wow. So for somebody like me, who I work hard, you see, I don't. I'm not a slacker. I don't. Yeah, you, you, I'm not yeah, running around. You're talking doing, about me. I'm like, what are you doing? You're... You know, I'm not a knucklehead running around out there. You know, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to. Do what I'm supposed to be doing. So, so now, but this did this. This was able to help you out. This, yeah, it was able to help me out. And I'm not somebody that's got 17 kids and you know on welfare and this that. I'm just a normal everyday you ain't got no dude. No food stamps. No, food stamps. No I take some food stamps. Though. 
I always post on this, I guess. Somebody got some food stamps. I, I work and I, I pay for everything I have. I like food stamps back in the day. Shoot, food stamps was the bomb. We can't, you know what? This is a funny thing. When I had my medical situation go through, they had me file for the access stuff for the state of Arizona. I, it's a good thing I'm not dying because I can't get anything. I couldn't even get $5 to go get some milk. Like, they're like, well, you're not, a, you're not an 18 year old single mother, so you get nothing. Oh my goodness. I was like, big shout out to my homegirl, Nikki. Out there, Bamination. She just gave me a po- a picture of me, my man Clyde Good, and my man Dirty Harry, Stacy, as they call us back in the day, the three amigos. We're always, I guess we're always doing something crazy. But uh, appreciate the picture out there, Nikki. I'm uh, going to make sure I'll, I'll probably post this up on my website. I'll, I'll get that up. Uh, like I said, I'm sure the, the stuff is just going to continue to come in. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a tough week, but. Um, Thank goodness or thank God for for my voice to be on the radio, to be able to uh, give Clyde a voice as his voice is silenced right now. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be that vehicle. Uh, thanks, to everybody, for their support. Uh, appreciate voice America, voice America for giving me this opportunity to have my show, uh, to give me that vehicle. I appreciate Jay for filling in uh, for me as well. we got like five minutes to close it in. Uh, I just want to let everybody know at the top of the show, uh, dedicated to my boy uh, Clyde Good, who passed away. Uh, over his battle with cancer, um, made it through the show. Uh, it was tough at the beginning. My nose was running. I got a couple of Kleenexes over here, uh, but uh, I, I made it through, and uh, it's probably going to be a couple of crying nights as well. But um, it's all good, you know. Like I say, he's in a, he's in a better place, and and I feel uh, I know in my heart that uh, he's not suffering anymore. So that's that's a that's that's a good thing to hear. A uh, good thing, a uh, good feeling to have. Uh, not knowing, especially when somebody is fighting any kind of uh, disease, when you got tubes and needles and all this kind of stuff going through your body. And I can see we go through the medical field. They're making millions and millions of dollars. But that's not going to stop me from doing these events. Uh, if I got if I can show up, I can say I'm just a regular guy. I see myself as a regular guy. Obviously, uh, the job that I did um, by playing professional football allowed me um, to use my name and use my notoriety to have a voice. Um, I know I'm no better than anybody else. I just happen to have a, a job that America uh, loves as a sport, and um, I was okay at what I did. Um, but You're you know, right. Yeah, I, I was okay You're at right. what I did, so I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that I, I liked you better in Philly than I did Kansas City. Yeah, I still got the ball, John Elway. I was going to. I'm going to take a picture of that that John Elway football. I was excited about that. I didn't say. I mean, that's a, I would be excited. Too. Yeah, I, I was pretty big. It took me two <laughs> years to get one. <laughs> but but I, you know, I finally got one because he was throwing, he was throwing heat. Hey, <laughs> he was throwing heat. So I definitely appreciate uh, Jay uh, filling in. I'll be uh, next week, uh, junior rank. We have a camp that will be in uh, Bridgewater, New Jersey. Uh, then I head to Philly uh, to play in Andre Reed's golf tournament, and then I think I'm off to Minnesota, uh, junior rank. We have another camp there. Some big and boys then, out uh, there, corn fed. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, they got some corn for your boy. So holler back at your boy if you're out there. So, you know, I'm always looking to find a good meal. Everybody know I like to eat. I'm telling you, you've got to go to Lincoln and Omaha and get some of those boys. Don't be sleeping on Nebraska. No, I'm, not, I'm not sleeping on Nebraska. I, I'm, okay. not, I'm not sleeping on Nebraska at all. And, then and, and, and I guarantee you, I'll send you to my cousin's restaurant. Warren Buffett, he stands behind our restaurant. Oh, okay, Warren. So Warren, I'll send you there. Warren Buffett. Then we'll be in uh, Naples, Florida, the 26th through the 28th. Uh, we have our National uh, Combine Prodigy Camp for Junior Eight Sports. It'll be uh, televised nationally on CBS Sports. We have over 300 of the top high school and youth highs 
kids that's going to be competing. So I, I get a chance. So you guys to, are flying them all down there for that? There, yeah, over 300 kids are flying down to Naples, Florida. To uh, Tom Lemming, obviously the high school guru yep. of football, will be there. Uh, CBS Sports will be. Uh, it'll be televised, so the kids will go through the combine. Uh, we'll get to go through seven on seven, nine on nine, one on one. So I'm excited because I get to coach. You know, some of the top DBs that's going to be possibly going to Alabama. Or possibly going to Nebraska or, or Arizona you know, State. I don't know about that. Guys are turning Arizona State down. Guys, I be, yeah, I've been getting hey. some calls and guys are like, uh, we're not going to go there. Just, you know, even Eric Allen, you know, he's a, he's Hall of Famer. And he's like, I don't, he just don't trust the coach. He just, you know, he doesn't believe in I, what he's got going on. I, I don't know. How can you trust a coach that bounces like that? <laughs> I'm a Sun Devil. <laughs> How can you trust a coach that bounces like that? So it's going to be pretty tough. Uh, like I said. And that wants to put a circus tent over the top of their stadium. I didn't hear that one. Oh, that's for another show. Don't even get me started. <laughs> They're making a spectacle? Yeah. Oh. As this is, well, okay. well, okay, Sparky, you know. And I, I know I haven't been on for a while. Uh, congratulations to the University of Alabama softball team. I know I congratulated I, I, them. Yeah, I know you was on it, but I have to say it for myself. Right, right. Congratulations, young lady, for winning the national title. That makes, I think, like number three, four, women's golf, football, obviously. You know, that's a no-brainer. But, uh, you know, we'll be back fighting strong. I definitely appreciate everybody listening in and tuning in. You can continue to follow me on Facebook. You can continue to follow me on Twitter at MarkMcMillan29. I try to hit everybody back as much as I can. People, you know, I've been running out of phones like <laughs> like crazy because I'm always texting. But I'm always reaching out. So I uh, want to sign it off. Uh, definitely appreciate Jay for filling in again. Jay, let them, let, them, let them know where they can reach you at. You can reach me on Twitter at at JJ Out of Bounds. That's the letter J, the letter J, and O-U-T-T-A-B-O-U-N-D-Z. You can also find me on Facebook, and I'm just under uh, Facebook.com forward slash J-A-Y-A-Z. Send me some messages, and I'll be back on the show. That's my man, Jay. So I appreciate everybody listening out there. Once again, rest in peace to my man, Clyde Goot. I always be missed. Always going to give you a shout-out, man, before every show. Try to give you some love. So, like I said, prayers go out to the whole Goo family and the Battle Nation. Roll Tide. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you for reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. Hit this person feeling. We're bringing the cutting edge. Feelings are long, show them how it's done, we're on, voiceamericasports.com.